This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 37, Words About Worlds. All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. What are we up to today, Carl? The days are shorter, the nights colder, games scarier. Will Dragon continue to terrify us? Will Scorpion dishonor us in defensive Rokugan? Or will the Unicorn ride us all down? Will Crab emerge as the artist above? And what about Phoenix? Lion? Should we even mention Crab? We'll talk about Worlds. What else? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So Worlds is next week. Jason and I are uh, look really looking forward to being there. I've been playing uh, quite a few games on Jigoku trying to come to the realization and and i've basically come to the realization that my crab deck is good but against all others it's uh, (laughs) right like i'm trying some little there's a few little surprises in there because crab is kind of i think crab is a little uh totally totally like you uh, know what they're gonna do what is the word i'm looking for Unsurprising, uh, unsurprising, unsurprising works. Yeah, yeah. predictable. Yeah. predictable. Predict- that's well, the, let's say predictable is interest, the, the fun one, isn't it? Do yeah, I need cause... to pull pull up thesaurus.com and start giving you <laughs> options? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, so I, I've had a couple of opponents just say, yeah, you know, I kind of knew what you were going to do do the whole time, mm. and yeah, it sucks. But I mean, to be fair though, with the crab one, I found there that you're quite right. But when their stuff works, doesn't matter. Right, that's the thing. True. When, when they, if they get a nice big, it's predictable. Got plus two, everyone's got a plus two combo. Your opponent faults. Yeah, you it's, it's yeah. predictable, but it can also be pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the same deck that you played me against on Wednesday, right? Yep. Okay, that was a complete NPE for me. Right. <laughs> yeah. That deck, it, it sucked playing against that deck yep. for me. Yep. But then again, you know, I'm not the best player in the world. <laughs> I was going to say when you were well, saying, well, I got like, the I got the soup on. The, I mean, I got the I got a very good draw. That first turn. Yeah, and I got a very horrible first yeah, turn flop. Actually, yeah. my first two flops yeah. were both horrible. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I very briefly tested the uh, new Scorpion stuff since we got the got the pack in. Oh man! And then, um, I, I did a. I think I mentioned I did a. Um, I have no. I had no second clan deck. I just threw together the stuff I wanted to try. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the best way to define it was one of my Shinobi took part in every conflict in a turn. Yep. No, it's <laughs> like, uh, the. I, I played yeah. quite a few people. They were. It seemed like maybe they were testing or. Mm-hmm. Maybe they weren't so much testing, but saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to go in on this Kyuubin Bayushi, yeah. and it's a it's a beast. Yeah. It breaks quick." The the argument wow. about um, it not being turned on when you when you got until you got six or less complete crap. You don't care about that part, right? You don't care it's, about the slightest. It's like it's that's the that's, that's a that's a kind of a, a gravy. If you have to be there, exactly. Yeah. That's the icing on the cake. Yeah, you do. It not really need is it. pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, now there were a couple of things that came out. The Discord AMAs are continuing, and they've spoiled. Uh, a card in each of those for each of the clans, and we'll talk about those. And oh, then, those cards are nice. Yes, mm-hmm. and then, uh, but more importantly, Tyler Parrott wrote a role article for for FFG's main site, and he basically drops the drops the mic on Feast of Famine being dun, restricted dun, dun, after Worlds. No, no massive shock. Yeah, that wasn't a close. massive shock. Not it was close. not at all. I will, will mention, that kind of week, I haven't read that article yet. <laughs> yeah. It's been really busy. <laughs> no, he just <laughs> talks about the dynamicism and the and the and what the designers and what FFG really thought about, w- hoped would happen with the role choices mm-hmm. as in 2017. And it was clear, he he says, it's it was clear once a year was not enough. Yeah. Yes. So we upped it out, we upped it, and now we're doing it three times a year, and there's two different types of ways in which people vote. You know, we've talked about this before. I think 
that the transitory, the transitionary nature of this is going to be really interesting for organized play. It's fantastic. And so you have, it fits it's, for those it, ultra competitive people. They have a rule changing every four months. Right? right. And it's thematic for the game. It's an ebb and flow. Mononoare is yes. what mm-hmm. Tyler mentioned. Yes. Right? Exactly so. so the, yep. the, that, the constantly shifting meta where it's a player determined constantly shifting meta has has a game ever done this before? Right. I don't. I, I don't even so, think old L five R really did anything like this. To have I, it quite the actively moving, actively moving in a quantifiable way is very interesting. Yeah. That's the, that's you know. There's a here are the here are the, the points on the graph. Here there are the, the bars that move. Here's how you right. move them. Yeah. That's that's very 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 different. And um, as you say that there, there's a feel of politics here. There's a feel of interaction between the clans and within the clans. Oh, totally. You know, there's there, a, there's, 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 taking this is, there, this yeah. is totally a political thing. Yeah. You know, if if the people who are if the people who are top of clan at these events or the you know or the or the uh, you know the cotes or the top players of the elemental championships aren't talking to the other people that are playing their clan and asking what do you guys want, mm-hmm. there's something wrong. Then we get some sort of political analogy here. Well, yes. go back go yeah. back to our experience at Gen Con 2017. At the end of the Kikumatsuri, and the, the, the end of that first day, where we were deciding the first rules, and you, every clan got together in a gaggle and was talking about what do we want, how do we do this, mm. how do we plan for the future? Because no one really, no one had done very much of it at that point. Right, yeah. right. So, so I'm hoping that continues. Well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and and I think it, well, I think it will continue for the elemental championships. I think it will continue. Uh, at a distance, right? Everybody's right. at a distance. That's kind of now, the point, yeah. at Worlds, it's still like it's like the, like it was with Kikumatsuri. At Worlds, it will be a let's talk, and then the the one the side the decision maker can completely go one the, the way of the group or his or her own way. Yeah. like yeah, you know what? Everybody says Keeper of Earth. Nah, no, I can take no. Seeker Void. You know that whatever it might be. Now, whatever yes, plan. that 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 is true, and there's also an opportunity there. For someone who is, you know, a, a sort of a stalking horse, a, sort of a an infiltrator, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite cards right now, I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to go in play and play off their normal clan, do well with it, and possibly screw up the voting. Yeah, that's, that's uh, I don't know. Yes. I, I don't know if that that's I don't know that that's possible. Yes, there are Depends. a few people who Depends. can jump a clan. And and do well. I'm not saying it's likely, but I'm saying there is a possibility for right, it. Right. Right. I mean, and if someone could pull it off, if someone could, you know, take one of the one of the uh, the lesser clans that you know that nobody really wants or that nobody, not many people are playing, do well with it, and and you know, set the set something for that clan and possibly you know like they could, depending on how the voting comes out and how things are chosen and when. That could have ripple effects to other clans too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, well, because the elemental championships, and this is something Tyler clarified. So, the elemental championships, when you vote for something, when you vote for a role, right, you cannot get a role. You cannot vote for a role in the keeper. Where you know, in the kind of duplicitous kind of way, you can't vote for the role that you have. That, that either of the votes you have, right. either the outgoing or the one that's staying. Yeah. So that so you have eight choices, right? Well, and and that's the elemental championships one, and they can't, but they can overlap. Well, let's so take, all the clans can have. Let's take Lion for example. Okay, right now. All right. So th- right now they've got Seeker of Void, and they're losing Keeper of Fire. Right. So, the next time voting comes around, which will be Worlds, they cannot. They have to choose something other than Seeker of Void and Keeper of Fire. 
okay, so what do you choose then? You know, that's that's interesting. I think I think it's great. It it forces the it forces a variety of choices. It forces it, it avoids the role locking that we were all, you know, worried about happening. Uh, it's great. I think it's. I think it's. It's a good yeah. system, and it it makes it it makes it interesting because the now, what is the best choice for lion that's not seeker avoid, not uh, and not keeper of fire. I don't know. Yeah. Don't and and, and when and and the thing with the worlds now uh, the elemental championships, one the elemental championships will be. You can overlap. Multiple clans can have the same right. role mm-hmm. in the world's decision. It's exclusive, yes, so it's a draft seven, yes. system. So, so I said I don't know for Lion, but that ba- that's based on <clears throat> I haven't we haven't gotten to this question. Somebody asked this question, and we want to answer it as well. We want to talk yeah, about we'll this. I am yeah. foreshadowing a later question. But yes. we have to also we have to with that we have to say okay, what do we think the order is going to be the that ranking, these people yeah, are well, picking? Expect, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. and that. I'm not as uh, as up on the tournament meta right now as you guys might be, so I'm not sure what that would be. I've heard the dragon is like really strong right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so this is, well, this is another mm-hmm. discussion point we're going to have, right? So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so before yes, or, we get into that, before we get into that, let's uh, let's talk about our the cards, the spoilers. So, oh, so yeah. oh, by the way, the Discord AMAs, pretty cool, pretty fun. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of questions being asked about like what's coming, what's coming, and and they're spoiling these cards, and otherwise they're like, it's really cool, what's coming. Cool is co- cool is coming. Remember, right? guys. Remember, guys. You, there, there's lots of good stuff coming, but FFG's not going to talk <laughs> about it. You, what, yeah. what you're saying now? Now we're getting cool TM soon, TM. Yeah, as it were, right? Exactly. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get this one in quick. We're looking at the new cards. Uh, um, I've seen them um, text versions of a couple of them, but I saw hand to hand and just as they came in today properly, mm-hmm. and I said that's called hand to hand because they couldn't call it foot to groin. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. a thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> or foot to gut, or foot to <laughs> appendix, well, or yes, that. <laughs> Yeah, that isn't. I mean, it, it is hand to hand fighting, but it's not. <laughs> what, it's not what. I, it's, that, it's no arguments. No arguments. No arguments. But that's whatsoever. not the sort of art that I would, you know, think of when I think of hand to hand. Of course, that's exactly my thoughts. Being, yeah. you know, being an American, <laughs> my, you know, like the first thing that we usually think of when we think of hand to hand is, you know, Rocky Balboa in the ring again, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have been a martial arts guy, and there's, and there's nothing wrong with what he's doing as such. But I just looked at it and went. Yeah, that's a euphemism. Yeah, and, and it's it's awesome because as as dynamic as that art is on hand to hand, like you you feel the energy, you feel the guy don't oh, getting that yeah. blow. You also in try again tomorrow, which is the crane oh, card. It's all great you art. Feel the the complete and total dejection that this person is no. is feeling as no, he's yes. coming back no, through the door. Now, if hand to hand is a euphemism, try again tomorrow <laughs> is the kick in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, God yeah. Damn you! Yeah. Seriously, the, the art on these cards is very evocative. It's really great. Uh, yeah, you're right. That it does. The, it's very. You you get the a good theme of the card. It's just that hand to hand feels. It's it's a good you know hand to hand combat scene. But it's not. It's it's like there's there's also still it's it's great and it's thematic and it fits, but it's also slightly disconnected because it's yeah. you know foot to gut instead of hand to hand. Right, right, right. So I, I totally get what Carl's saying. It's awesome. So we have so the two of the latest ones to be spoiled were the crab one, which is a zero strength uh, holding yeah, yes. heavy ballista action during a military conflict in which you are defending discard a card from your hand and choose a ready attacking character that character's controller selects one bow that character or remove one fate from it 
I just want to point out as well, only the crab would have a ballista that takes up a holding. Holy like a whole, shit, whole this card is good. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I, well, you know, it's it, it can be very, very powerful, but if they have fate, if they, you know, if they have fate, they're going to choose whether they bowing the removing fate. But with all the with all the tower stuff out there and how critical it is to do this and it's kind of a I, uh, there's been a lot of pooping like oh so they just they just remove one fate or they wouldn't they just bow it and then ready it I'm like okay well they've bowed it and readied it they've used one of their readying um, yeah. uh, you're costing triggers. you're costing your opponent a card to do that right. or, or an ability now, to do that you you have to discard your own card but <laughs> having been a crab player there are times when I find myself with cards I know I will never be able to use. Oh, also, yeah. also a a big theme in Crab is sacrifice. Yeah, yes. and recursion hits too. It's it's that's that's like one of the main themes running through the clan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this this fits right in with the clan. It's perfect. You know, instead of sacrificing a character, you're sacrificing a conflict card out of your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it, awesome. It's a dirt yeah. cheap holding for holding, to have holdings in play, to have holding tricks. And it's just remove one fate is a sentence that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You know, that's, yeah. a, that's also huge. And, and it doesn't have to be, the, something to point out here is it doesn't have to be against the province in which this holding is. It can oh, be yes. anywhere. Yes. It's oh, just yeah. during a military conflict. During a military oh. conflict. That's a nice target. Right? To get, um, While you're defending. So yes. it might so it might not be the greatest like mid game thing, but if while they're going at your stronghold, oh yeah. Right? That pops that pops late game when they're on your stronghold, you're like, "Yeah, go ahead. You have to put a fate on a character in order to be able to not bow it." Yeah, you have to pay one. Are three, you kidding? Right? I I would amazing. mulligan for this card. I was saying that I think it's a good reboot. Really? Uh, yes. For the early one? I think it's a good think about it. Think about personally. it personally. First turn, if I have this up on a, on a province first turn, and I'm going second, I I can I can completely neuter my opponent's first turn. They're likely to have one or only one or two characters out, and I can at least kill one of their their conflicts, and they may not be able to pull off the second conflict later. And you make a point; it's not right. even the no, one it's on. No, it is during a military conflict, and but it's yeah. not even what it's yeah. on. So yeah, okay, I mean, all right. It's rough. That's so right. it's it would be it's maybe not the greatest thing early game, but it's got early game utility as well as late game utility. So one to yeah. two of maybe. Now I would like to see it have plus one strength, but you want to see that. On well, it. yes. This isn't as powerful as Iron Mine. This isn't as powerful as Funeral Pyre. But it's still it's still a big, huge, you know, bullseye on whatever province this turns up on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's another way it can be used. Yeah. No, and and that's true. Maybe this is a this might be a very good one. In a the, the sacrifice deck that I I still keep hoping is going to actually become <laughs> this, competitively viable. This is a credible threat, I think, to whoever is playing against Crab, and good enough reason, like Iron Mine also is, it, to target whatever province this is on. Okay. Early. Yeah. So you know, I think if you if you pull if you turn this over as Crab and you it's your only holding, and it's on an unbroken province, I think you can pretty pretty well be assured of what your opponent's going to go for. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's that's possible. You can predict that. Mm. Is anyone doing anything silly with um with uh, crab cards and off clan stuff based on discarding conflict cards? In the way Phoenix is doing it with calling back characters using my ancestor's strength and things like that. I'm just wondering if, if if you can you can probably turn that discard into a bonus somewhere as well as being a a cost. Uh, I, don't, I don't think, I don't think classic, so. There's not an, there's not tricks. enough recursion. I mean yeah. The but recursion the, but, yeah. is in Kyoto Nasawa, right? Like, yeah, that's, I guess so. That's it. But yeah, I just think oh, and then quite possibly on the way. Guy. Yeah, that's the thing that'll get the sacrifice deck going is some way of triggering off what's in the dis- in the conflict mm-hmm. discard. So. Mm-hmm. 
And then you have Karmic Balance, uh, two cost dragon philosophy for influence. So most likely we won't see this in another clan. Uh, play only if your honor bid is equal to an opponent's, which is actually pretty tough sometimes. Um, action, each player shuffles his or her hand and conflict discard pile into his or her conflict deck and draws four cards. Remove this card from the game. Interesting card. Uh, you just do uh, you reset your hand, right? You don't no, no, this is, this, is, this is a state reset. reset well, yeah, yeah. reset at your hand and your deck. The, yeah, so yeah. this this is reset everybody's hand mm -hmm. attack, yeah. right? You know what I see on this one? Oh, which could actually kill Kyunasawa and kill Tadaka. Does, does a bunch of stuff. Yes. Yeah. If if you're if you're against if you're against Phoenix and Phoenix is is trying is playing that graveyard recursion. Yeah. You can kill their graveyard recursion for at least a couple of turns. Yeah. yeah. I would Ideally you'd get down to minimal cards in your hand so you didn't have to didn't have to shuffle them in. Or it's one of the things we hear about a lot. It's a it's a comeback from behind. Opponent's got a good three, four card up on you. I th I think of this like a duty in the Scorpion one. That's I think that's why it's. Oh, like, someone it's played that on me on Jagoku the other day. Killed you. It <laughs> was like what? No, he bid five. I bid one. He's at four. He plays duty. He goes to five, mm. and I'm at whatever. I'm at six or seven or eight, whatever. And but he, but he, he won. He yeah. didn't. Yeah. He didn't lose. Didn't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should say. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's what you're here for here. It was, um. Two two parts of it. Number one, I come back from behind. You know, things things have gone crappy. Let's try and recover this. And honestly, thinking about it, it's a duelist deck because whenever oh, yes. I, whenever I have done duels, the most common thing is both people bid one. You win anyway. Balls to uh, both bid one. Bingo! I have my target. And in in a dueling situation, it's very easy to determine what your opponent's going to bid. That's what I'm saying. Exactly that. Yeah. Well, precisely. I wouldn't say very easy. Well, easier. I'd say, I'd easier. say do the math. Yeah, but next time you're in the middle of a duel, do the math. Well, That's yeah, all you got to do. But but there's times where like you might not if I bid two and with especially with composure as part of it now, mm. you know you're bidding two. Yes, you get up. Yes, you get down. Okay, I win. Okay, we tie. Maybe you go high because you have the honor to spare, and I want to go low, but I want to win it. So but, what do I bid? I mean, fair enough. But I think most of the duelists, most of the times I've seen someone use a dueling effect again, certainly against me. I haven't used a whole ton against other people yet. They generally go with the state of here I am, and they're basically saying, "Look, bid one. You can no, bid high and lose honor, or you can just bid one and call it." What I've you know? what I've been seeing with duels is, I am going to bid the minimum amount that ensures I do not lose. Yeah, precisely, and that's the thing as well. <laughs> that's that's what I see happening in like every almost every duel that I see. Yeah, so it's, is, it's more calculable. That's, yes, that's it's, why I it's, think it's interesting. Everyone, both both players, calculating how much do I have to bid so that I can not lose. Yeah, and one of the stronger duel deck tricks, obviously, are in dragon. So yeah, right. and there, there's there's another calculation there. Can I win this duel at all? Oh, if yeah, I can't, I bid one. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of getting. Oh yeah, at. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so there's a lot again. of that. That's yes. bully dueling, right? Yeah, that's, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. That's what I see it's most. It's eight dueling. to three. Yeah, I bid one. Screw it. So I think so. The draw phase honor bid is somewhat de determinable right now, at least. It's it's bid five. It's a bid five meadow, right? On uh, the first turn, yeah. As much as I don't like that, yeah. <laughs> as much as I, I, I just really hate that, and that's not really reasonable hate on my part it's just i don't like it but you know when composure comes in that'll change a little bit but so that's somewhat deterministic but the the dueling honor bids are are it's pretty easy to determine what your what your opponent is likely to do now they could always surprise you and go five but mm -hmm. how many people are willing to do that in the middle of a conflict and and lose however much honor 
that yeah. that will cost them. Right. And that's the main point there. Like you say, we're on, we're on the bid five early meta, the anyone's guess later meta, which is yeah. where that which is it gets tricky because that card that card obviously is not as good. No one near as good and early I think, game. And I think these are these are cards from Children of the Empire, right? So we're looking at this being out. We talked last time. We think this is going to be out early January, early to mid January, and I I hold to that. Well, so it, this will be. The we were just talking thing. about this earlier. FFG tends to do do release the second or third week of the month that it comes out in. So I'm expecting solidly mid-January, personally. Okay. Oh, actually, it's going to be mid-early January or not at all, because, um, uh, what do you want to call it, Chinese New Year shortly after. Oh, you're right. So, yeah, it's got to be that or it will meaning be... Meaning what? Meaning no shipping. No production, no well, shipping. It's e- it's, so it's either, it's either oh, January yeah, it's, or March. Yeah, yeah basically okay. March, April. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah, so that's what we're thinking about. So, anyways, th- so this is... We're going to be in this. We're going to be in this kind of bid five for the next uh, few two months, months. Two months, right? Yeah, and then this is going to hit. And uh, again, dueling and composure uh, are going to be featured more. There was the cancel a duel card. Which one was it? Oh, stay your hand or something. Stay your hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's a like when a duel would be initiated, <laughs> cancel it. Blank. So. So we know duels toy. are coming in uh, Children of the Empire. Yeah, and it's nice that Karmic Balance kind of fits in with that and, mm-hmm. and could possibly encourage a little more dueling. Yep, yep. And then one of the other recent ones that was spoiled was the Phoenix one. It's a three-cost character, one military, three political, Sage of Gisitoshi, Courtier Scholar, two glory. Dur- action during a conflict, if you are more honorable than your opponent, which of course Phoenix often is, choose a participating character your opponent controls Dash, move this character home, then move that character home. So the sage moves someone home. Move, they, they take someone home. Moves herself conflict. home and th- moves yeah. somebody else home. Hey, honey, yeah. let's go over here. <laughs> nice. Shame, n- 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 you, you, you and I are both at shameful display. We shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was less enamored when I first saw this one that I started thinking a little bit about a lot of the Phoenix play I've seen. And kind of like the Scorpion-style play, is Phoenix generally needs someone to trigger the event and then to throw some horrible dudes out of hand, mm-hmm. to throw Seekers of Knowledge and to throw the um, the, the fish dude. Feral Nino. Feral Nino. Things yeah, like I that. I hate that. The fish dude. <laughs> the fish dude. Oh. So Shape of water. The, so the Sage, by the way, the um, the, the, return, the return to return to hand, the uh, character you played this conflict... Yes, 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 yes. That makes me cackle still. Well, anyway, um, think about this. This is perfect for that. You're basically. right. You're right. Think about you. Think about it this way: you've got you're you're the phoenix player. You're defending. You defend with Sage of Gisei Toshi, or excuse me, yeah, Gisei Toshi, mm-hmm. as your only defender. On on your you trigger her action to send the attacker or at least one of the attackers home. Mm-hmm. The the conflict doesn't end even if there's no one in it currently let's say both so she goes home the the attacker goes home Mm -hmm. your opponent has a chance to do something and then you get another chance to do something it's Mm -hmm. only when you both pass that the conflict ends right right so if if your opponent either it doesn't have a uh, someone to play out of character in hand or a movement effect yeah yeah then you know they they might pass or they might Mm -hmm. play some sort of event or something whatever Mm -hmm. but then you drop fish dude yeah yeah Yeah, and you went on defense It's right. so that's that's just the the simplest use of that. Yeah, I was gonna say the, the most the most common one on the other side of things, which is why basically I kind of wish this was a scorpion card, and I'm and slightly glad it's not, is um is to use that in a, as a chance to throw out a conflict character, which is in some cheap way, which is then called home by movement tricks. Like and, and, and shadows or something like that. Yeah. And what has happened is is someone has made an attack and left you in a better position. 
And I yeah. think that's completely doable in that style of play. Okay. And three for one, three with two glory. Two glories, yeah, you know, a mm-hmm. little, little tricky, but that's, mm-hmm. a good, that's a good toy. You know? And it's another courtier scholar for them. Mm. So, yeah. Both those it's, are nice keywords. Uh, the, uh, these are all the, the cards that we've seen are solidly good cards. I, actually, I'm going to bring up the one. I hadn't seen the unicorn one properly. Holy cow! That might that might be time for Scorpion the jewel. Unic- yeah, that was one of the first ones spoiled. Again, yeah, busy week. Um, <laughs> Scorpion. That that I looked at that and I think Scorpion Unicorn because we have the um, Nezumi, right? Nezumi Infiltrator. He pops in and messes with thingy strength. Combine That's, that but, with. But Nezumi Infiltrator is crab. a crab. Is a crab one? I'm getting mixed up. Biggie pod. Even worse, crab um, mm-hmm. crab crab unicorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They no, go no, together. No. Oh my word! Crabby corn. No, well, this is no, crab, no, okay. The crab, crab unicorn thing is already it's a thing. But that's what I'm kind of yeah. getting at. That effect there, the ability to drop two strength of a province on the fly. Right. That's yeah. monstrous. Well, right. And now, now here's here's the thing with a jewel. It's a three influence card. So a lot of crab players are using, uh, you know, talisman. Mm-hmm. Yep. Spy glasses. Yep. Uchi, Uchi Wayfinder. Uh, Uchi Wayfinders. So the, that three influence means that you're trading this one for something else. Above and that's here, and that's yeah. possible, but that one what, what honor, paying honor. Mm-hmm. It, so I don't know if this belongs in a Crab Uni deck that's with a, a seeker role it does or with a seeker role it could be very good. I think now uh, now mind you, but you the might- seeker role you have even less influence. Right. Am I, th- yeah. am I thinking of that wrong? Is it the keeper one? Keeper, that keeper you get plus three. Yeah. Excuse so me. I've been seeing more <laughs> and more people discussing about not running Spyglass for starters. Because Spyglass is efficiency that it doesn't feel like the crab deck needs half as much. I've seen a lot of people comment on that. I, d- I can't say very much myself. I haven't tested the comment, but I've seen that said. Secondly, the crab I've been playing is basically aggro. Is is boost little guy swarm you. Mm-hmm. And well, this is a fantastic Yuchi, aggro card. Yuchi Wayfinder is one, correct? Mm-hmm. So if, if that's one influence, you can throw three of those into your your crab deck easily. If you've got the extra deck building influence from your roll, you know, two or three of these is not out of the question. Right, but then that's only five. But then, but then you don't have then a lot. Yes, some, you some crab are running Gaijin customs. Mm-hmm. Some crab are running Force of the River. Oh, right. totally so. Yeah, some crab are running um, Talisman. Of, like Talisman is yes. obviously now, big Talisman. Deal crab. Talisman's a great Talisman's. A, yeah, it has great synergy with so, crab. It should be a crab. So you card, have a really. talis- You have Talisman <laughs> at three, three Ayuchi Wayfinders. That's six. You have one space for Jewel of Kassan if you're a seeker. You have a little bit, a few more points to get. Another if, one of those. If you so want a lot of crab are running three talisman, and yes, you're right the, to your point about spyglass. Spyglass is seeing less of three ofs and more one to two ofs. Mm-hmm. But you could maybe do two of the jewel, two of talisman, and a, have a couple of influence points left over for a Uchi Wayfinder or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but two jewel, two of talisman. That's twelve. I would, I would so bring you have up one more point left. So, uh, it, so one yeah. Uchi Wayfinder. Yeah. The yeah. thing that poked me about this is in uh, obviously the one I've doing, been doing is the small swarmy crab, and when that when that crab deck doesn't see any of its flat. Um, buffs to stats. This is a great little tie-out, meaning a lot of your two-strength co- two, co- two strength military or pole guys can now break a three province mm-hmm. un- unaided. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, the jewel is good, and, uh, you know, I joked with Jason last time, he plays his unicorn really close to the vest uh, and really tight on the honor, so he's usually a three, four, <laughs> five honor. Right. So oh, I don't know I if see, a jewel sorry. like this would really work for him in, inside faction uh, it still helps though he helps might still he all, might all still out. lose he yeah. might he might if, if, but if that's the case he might lose the assassination he might lose but unleash the gin is what he plays with a lot so yeah. and to be fair i mean it's two costa i'm not saying this is a guaranteed one i just saw that and went that's an interesting prospect and in its effect oh yeah least. yeah it's a two cost attachment yeah. it is and and two cost attachments 
Rough. You know, the, the lamentation of the peoples is that let go is a thing. I'm like, yeah, but a two-cost attachment like this one, and like many, like Force of the River is a one-coster, but there's there's some attachments that are really, really strong, and you need to have... The game needs to have a zero cost. Get rid of it. Well, yes, one, and there is a hand to hand for, for say, instance, right? On that front, we mentioned there's more that, coming. Yeah. So yeah. one, one, one influence only, and I particularly like that because I have found a lot of my standard decks are not running a whole ton of attachments. Right. Like you know not. So well, but like you know, but unicorn runs a lot of attachments. Dragon runs a lot of attachments. Oh no. yeah, so it's not perfect for it. it so yeah. yeah, so those. Well, I mean, I, what sorry, I'm referring to is the way that hand to hand forces you to also lose an attachment on your right. side. So it's great for the deck that's not running. No, not necessarily. Well, so so yes. here's like hand to hand is continual. Yeah. It keeps going. It keeps iterating. So yeah. as long as there's as long as each opponent gets rid of an attachment on the opponent, it. Keep, yeah. the, it keeps bouncing back and forth. Oh yeah, that, during yeah, let's, to, yeah. let's so it says action during a military conflict. Choose an attachment on a participating character. Dash, discard that attachment. Then your opponent may resolve the, that ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. change, this so, ability. Sorry, this yeah. ability. So just because I resolve it, he resolves it, and then, then that, then sense. then and then your opponent may resolve this ability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, you're right. It, it, this this is a hand to hand is. An attachment wipe. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's and you can get rid of Cloud the Mines. So it's not an attachment on them. It's mm. an attachment. Yeah. Right. It's a let go. So you're like, ah, I'm going to... Now it is during military. So And you do have... You know, in order to keep that iteration up, they, there's got to be stuff yeah. to get rid but of. But that's what I'm kind of getting at. Is in a deck that's not running a whole lot of attachments they care about, it's a beautiful way of getting let go and not being in Dragon. So yeah, a lot of the attachments that are just kind of in line are kind of, just, kind of meh. Uh, so if a, if a line character is playing with them or has something good out that you know, you know the someone if someone plays hand to hand on you, you have to think hard about whether or not you're going to trigger the ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're the one that's you're the one that's or, saying truce, you, call you know, it good. But What's, you also might not have a choice. There might not right. be an attachment you want to get rid of. Yeah, Th- there's that. Right. But also, if you do, if there is an attachment you want to get rid of, and you have multiple attachments, do you trigger it? Yeah. Do that's you do you lose another valuable attachment mm-hmm. to get rid of theirs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why Lion and to a less a certain degree and some of the ones seen Crab get kind of quick, quick quite quickly beat up. And that, that would repeat combo. Lying um sort of big on dragon and crab. Dragon dragon just getting whittled down as they're picking off small mm-hmm. stuff from your side. All right, so those are the spoilers from the AMA. <laughs> yeah, great cards. Great stuff. And um or some of the spoilers from the AMA. Now, on to worlds. We haven't seen we've s- we've no. we've skirted around these things, but Let's talk about how, like, like, and I, you know, world prediction, who's going to win? That's always a crapshoot, right? Mm-hmm. My money's on Dragon Scorpion. I mean, so, solid money is with between the, those two. Yeah, fair, with, so. the, with the possibility for Phoenix to, uh, you know, Travis, um, Travis fights Dragons is, is a huge uh, Phoenix player. He's gotten, he's done very well at these things. Uh, I, I don't anticipate anything will change with Phoenix. They'll, they'll place high. And they can they can crack it. They can finally yeah, they, crack it. And have you played it? You've you've played against Eric Torres' uh, Phoenix deck, right? No, not yet. Oh, not you should. Recently. He he's he's got a he's got a good Phoenix combo deck that is pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. aggressive. They're aggressive right now. Yeah. Oh no, they yeah they're I I like, Eric is one of our players. At they're, very, they're very they're uh, very and I know. <laughs> but so he, anyhow, uh, but he's using the graveyard recursion. He's mm-hmm. using pretty much all the spells. <laughs> okay, yeah. he's oh, using yeah. Fishboy. Yeah. And he's got Tadaka in there and everything, and it's it's a pretty, uh, it's hard it's it's hard it's a hard deck to beat. It's wow. it's really cool. good. So, cool. Phoenix, I think Phoenix has a good shot at winning. Okay, 
Mm. I'm not yeah. sure how it fits in against Dragon and other things. Quick stupid question. The new version of the timed rules and tiebreakers goes into effect for Worlds, right? Mm-hmm. The updated one. So yes. that, that's where the aggressive play gets more interesting as well, since that since it, you're definitely favored versus, versus that new playout. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Interesting yeah. there. So I want to offer up some questions that are, are a little, little different than who's going to win. Um, let's talk about how far Unicorn will get. There's there's been more talk about unicorn being a tier one, uh, approaching, approaching the power levels of the top clans, if not a top clan itself. Uh, I think people consider dragon a tier zero uh, in a class by itself, but there but there's been a lot of talk about unicorn being tier one. So so how how far will unicorn get in this? Top thirty two definitely. Top sixteen very possibly. I uh, hmm. I think that's a, a fun question because. There's two perceptions to fight against there. One of them is the one you're saying, which is, wow, Unicorn doing really good, which leads to a certain amount of gearing for preparation against for mm-hmm. a competitive player. You know, So Unicorn could be facing a problem from that, which is people going, well, we're ready for them, so let's plan against. The second one is the previous perception, which is all the, pe- the Unicorn players going, yeah, whatever. You know, people who haven't found that power, people who haven't felt mm-hmm. it was, have never until recently felt it to be all that, you know, um, reliable and strong. People who didn't do the Jason stuff and stick with it and push mm-hmm. and push and make it work. Um, they might be all, yeah, whatever, Unicorn will go nowhere. With those in mind, um, I'd say a definite top 16. I think that's highly realistic with how strong they are. Other than that, don't know. Depends how much the apathy is going well, with. I, I think the apathy is going away for for unicorn definitely. I, okay. I think the apathy apathy may have moved more to lion <laughs> away from unicorn. Yeah, and uh, and I've played I've played some unicorn lately and it's fun. I I asked Jason for his unicorn deck and I played it a couple of times in Jagoku. Now I played against HMT once and Crane a second time, uh, HMT lion and so we ran out of rings twice. <laughs> that was funny. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, we ran out of things to. Dude, yeah, first on. turn I trigger HMT first. Yay! He triggers it again, and then he realizes, wait, I didn't have to trigger it because I don't have a ring to declare conflict. Declare. <laughs> and that's a, that's a good one for you. Keep that in mind, folks. If there is no ring, you can't declare the conflict. You've run out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think Unicorn honestly have a. Uh, I think they'll get top eight. That's and not then, unreasonable. And then getting into top four, just like anything else, when you're at that stage of a tournament, I the, it. De- it depends on matchups. Like yes. what clan not necessarily what player, but what clan does that right. unicorn have across the table. And that's why and that's why I say, you know, what top sixteen definitely. Or, or excuse me, top sixteen is a very good possibility. It wouldn't surprise me at all if if top sixteen happens. I'm not I'm not so it, and like you're saying, it gets very matchup dependent at that point. I'm not sure if it's top eight or not. I think but I think, you know, top sixteen is definitely within the realm of possibility and if there's not one in top thirty two or more than one in top thirty two I would be shocked. Yeah, and no, now the the I think the thing they got going for them is that there's absolute absolute rush. Yes, right. So mm-hmm. Dragon is strong because Dragon can go fast. Yes, Anil's deck is one that breaks, 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 breaks. Like you're done in four turns, mm-hmm. if 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 even you get to the fourth turn, right? Ideally, it's it's a three turn sequence. Um, with Unicorn. They three turns is really what they want to win in. Yeah, you know, sh- uh, um, with HMT you can you can do it, and yeah. with with things like you know cavalry reserves and and and, and other things, you know, other movement shenanigans available to you, it's it's within the normal possibility. So and you know, keeper fires made their row 
much more dangerous. Yeah. So I think that this may be this may be one of the first times that Unicorn has a solid shot at taking the whole thing. The yeah, you, I would you say could, you could see you could see Unicorn take the you know as as number one at Worlds. It's 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 a possibility. Yeah, I think top sixteen is definite almost. I think there's enough. I think there's enough push there, enough speed to it. And like you were saying, there's a lot more aggro in the in the meta. So them holding up on that and enforcing it. Right, right. I think know? Unicorn can go f- fairly well. You know, things have to fall your way quite a bit as a unicorn player and fall, fall, fall thing, things have to fall away from a dragon player but I think mm-hmm. a unicorn can beat a dragon yeah blammo right it's, especially it's unicorn when they're playing yeah. when they're playing dragon splash mm-hmm. if if the if the unicorn player gets the right first turn flop and the dragon player doesn't yeah that okay. could that could be game over from from the start mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there, there there is possibility there it's is it likely don't know but there is some possibility there that you know, a, a a unicorn could run away with you know just completely stomp on a dragon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. because y- theoretically, unicorn should be able to go faster than dragon, even if dragon can go fast. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, in honor of Carl being our scorpion player, how far do you think the top Kayuden Bayushi player will get, Carl? I was just about to bring that one. Um, that's where it gets interesting, right? Because the aggro meta does encourage scorpion to do what it always did, which is the fu. I'll sit here. You know, give it four turns, burn you out, cr- uh, push the game down after that. Mm-hmm. It's also very easy to get dishonored when you're going aggro, so both of those play to standard Scorpion. From the look of things, a lot of people are definitely trying to do some Code and Bushy stuff to go. I mean, uh, Scorpion Lion is the most common thing I'm seeing everywhere. Have an ultra Scorpion fast Lion? Scorpion Lion, beat okay. the crap out of your Shinobi, kill you all. And what's deck. the splash out of that? Oh, a um, bunch of different stuff. Uh, strength in numbers, uh, ready for battle, um, Legion of One. We know okay. we know, know fate spend. Those pop, those pop. are those are the standard lion yeah. splash. Pop a pop a pop a character. Okay. Pop a guy from hand. Game three military annihilate something. They're 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 winning in three. They're winning in three with almost no bodies. That kind of thing. Wow. Um. So if that is a thing, it's going to be amongst a bunch of people doing the same thing. So in which case the scorpion strong cards help a bit. I yeah. would not be too shocked to see a top eight Kuden if someone's really trying seriously. Um, but it really depends on on how many people decide to bring. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not certain. We. I would. If I'm going to guess, I'm going to say at least one in the top sixteen. Well, also, really. Yeah, All right. So. Also, Kayun so. Bayushi being the new hotness. You know, the the pack just dropped. Well, that's that's what I don't. Yeah. I don't. I'm not sure. It's the new, but I'm not sure if hotness can be applied to that. The the. The temperature that I've seen, score the the excitement that I've seen among Scorpion players, and granted, I haven't, I don't know a lot of them, is has been muted. Yeah, but there's, well, there's but it's a different style of play than they than Scorpion players true. have been used to true. for yeah. a year now. Yeah, so I think that it's it, it it is definitely a different take on Scorpion. It's interesting. I think people are. I'm seeing people experiment with it, and a lot of what I've seen so far is. Taking pretty much the standard Scorpion deck and swapping out the Stronghold for Kaiden Beishi, and 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 playing with that and and trying to experiment and then change you know shift it based on that. Well, that's a that's a and good that, way that, to start. And that right. doesn't that, that at first that doesn't work. Yeah, really it, it really work. doesn't. Uh, but if you it, once you've gotten past the okay, this I can't play the 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 same old honor games that I've been playing for a year mm-hmm. and do things differently and think about Scorpion differently. Once you've made that mental leap, Kaiden Beishi turns on. Mm-hmm. And it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. And because it's, I, I call it the new hotness. It's no people haven't seen it as much, 
people don't know how to defend against it as well. So there's a good shot there. Yeah, exactly that. I'm I'm expecting I'm expecting at least a handful of players to go for the underhandedness. It's it's kind of whole, a dark horse. No one knows what to expect, so let's not give them some of the expect as it were. Okay. And All I'll right. throw this one on for you as a to as a to answer a different question. I would expect to see at least a handful of people basically using the Shinobi-ish style deck in the um, in the old um, in the City of the Open Hand. Okay, all right. I've seen that a little bit too. Yeah, I, I, because that's such a damned good stronghold. So, how do we think Phoenix is going to do? I mean, I already kind of my kind of gave my answer yeah. there. I'd agree. If it doesn't top four, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I, I think, think it's very powerful. I think we've got a pretty amongst all those clans. I think we've got a pretty good field between dragon phoenix scorpion and unicorn i think you're gonna see most of your top eight top 16 come out of some mix of those clans mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> you know what about crane uh, we've talked about lion and crab a little bit we've, i i'm I think, not i'm not sure are. crane crab or lion do much unfortunately yeah I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if they're if they're strong enough right now any of the three of them? Crane uh, Crane with Magistrate Station, if that happens to go. And that's that's the that's the precarious knife's edge they play. If a magistrate station gets exposed early and can be defended against, it can be amazing. like it, there's nothing there's almost nothing to be done. That's a big if. But that's a big if. Yeah. yeah. Um I think I've been saying this for months now. Crane is in that space marine place of having no major weakness. So I think they top 16, but I don't know if they do much more. I don't I think, know. I but think someone pushes it through to there. Do they have an, any real major strength right now versus the other That's the my other point. Clans. They don't go any further. They get they get into the top pack by being solid against everyone else, and then they hit the, the big guns. Yeah, they, they, the may, they may not be, they may not have any major weaknesses, but they don't yeah. necessarily have any major strength either. Yeah, that's that's exactly my point there. Yeah, I think a good player gets them there, and I don't and expect much further. Yeah, I, I think Lion and Crab are kind of in the same place. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff in crab. I like you know I love crab still and I always will, but uh, I'm not sure if they're necessarily tier one tournament right now. Yeah. Okay. Now will will um and lion maybe the will, weakest will clan out there. Lion right and crab yeah. crack the top sixteen. I think lion doesn't. I think that's likely. I think they are the weakest spot. I if we if we're bang on right about this highly aggressive upper upper tier stuff, I think crab plays against that quite well like regular scorpion. So I think there's a Good chance, a little bit behind Crane that they make sixteen, but okay. I wouldn't be that All right. confident. All right, I think they've got. A, they've you got Doug, a anything? There. Any thoughts on that? No, I, I don't disagree with Carl. Uh, I, I think I'm a little more pessimistic about them right now than he is. <laughs> but reasonable. I mean, I've um, played them a lot recently, so. And, uh, and neither have I. I've been playing everybody else lately this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that. I mean, Crab is still solid. They've they've got a lot of good cards. You know, spreading the darkness is great. Crisis Berserker is still great. There, there's a lot of good stuff there, mm-hmm. but is it great enough? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I will cut one last thing in. If I'm going to make the big wild prediction, a much more spread between the clans 16. You know, we've had like, you know, six scorpion, four, four dragon style near tops and stuff like right. that, the mm-hmm. events, things, that kind of thing. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be much more of a mix. The, play f- the, the, okay. the field does feel a little more wide open. Yeah. yeah. So lastly, before we get into the... R- Choice, roll choice stuff. The complex How bits. many dragons will be in the top 16? Two, four, eight, 12, 16? <laughs> well, well, well to, 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 from what I said there, if, I, if, if, I'm, if I'm honestly cynical, um, four. If I'm going by my previous one, around two. Okay. Know, so two any, more than, that, any right. more than that, and I'd be, uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that would be, it'd be tough. It'd yeah, be tough. We're getting, we're getting, getting into a, a, top, a top that we don't want, as it yeah. were. Yeah, so. yeah. All right, so coming up, Worlds is 
huge choice for seven people. <laughs> no kidding. So if we are three of those seven people, and we might du- duplicate several of these roles because there's only three of us and there's seven choices, what roles might each clan choose? And we'll start, we'll just do it alphabetically. And we'll try to be as expedient about this as possible because, again, mm. meh, there's three of us. There's a whole lot more knowledge uh, outside this uh, little oh, area yes. than there is yeah. inside this area. <laughs> so, uh, Crab. Crab is currently Seeker of Earth and Keeper of Earth. They will be losing Keeper of Earth. Mm-hmm. Now, if things hold, and I and I honestly cannot remember what the case is, <clears throat> if... If you can choose a role you already have, but I don't think you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think the clan leader is. Now, actually, let's, let's switch that. Let's take it in the, in the top orders because that makes more sense. Crab yeah. taking it alphabetically. Yeah, they're, alphabetic they're not going to get their choice first. They're not so, going to get yeah. their choice right. first. So let's go with Scorpion and Dragon first. So Scorpion uh, is Keeper of Earth. They're losing Seeker of Void. Yep. Dragon is Keeper of Void and losing Seeker of Fire. Let's talk about Scorpion first. They're losing Seeker of Void. Yep, pilgrimage. They're, they're going to have keeper birth. So what do they? Shameful back, back goes. So what do you do? I got, this is. I am not good at this bit. I've got to admit, this is one of the ones that I still have not tied down very well. Um, I'm mainly using keeper of earth these days, so I don't care half as much. Well, you can the so, for air. If you were to go air, Seeker you air. get mark of shame. Would be the yeah, would be the available there's card, the right? One. There's the one. Discourage pursuit is Earth, which is what you're using now. Yeah, and again the bow and the cone Boshi build pretty much honestly most current regular Scorpion runs Sadako and that that right. I've seen. Right. So that again doesn't hurt us a whole lot. Do we double Earth? It's there's there doesn't seem to be anything in the fire that I'm looking at. Like it just I suppose you, I suppose you could do Seeker of fun. Earth. Uh, what's the what's the isn't there an Earth province the plus the plus two strength one that nails a card from hand or is that air? Help me out. Um, that's that's upholding authority. Upholding authority, yes. Okay. Reveals his or her hand, choose a card, and discard any copies yeah. of that card from their hand. Yeah. So that's there is there is that with but that with higher strength would would make it hit the back line more. But you could you yeah. already have Earth. Yeah, that's one that's one kind of thing. That's one of those weird little bits. Yeah. Seeker of air could be. Could be the yeah, right choice. That's, that's the other one. That's the other one because there's the um, is it uphold, not upholding authority? The honor loss before the throne. Am I going mad? I am. Air. Air is uh, no, no, no. Air is uh, frostbitten crossing, and dem- demonstrating excellent, which is when this province is broken, gain a fate and draw a card. So that might be. Those are actually two. That's not awful. That's, that's, not, not, awful. that's not awful, right? Is and then they have access to winds of change. For Phoenix, if they return a uh, air ring from the claim ring pool to the unclaimed ring pool, so they can have some. Control some over dishonor hit there. That's dishonor fun. there. Yeah, okay, I could see yeah. And then they also get soul beyond reproach to dishonor, dis- double honor, double honor. Right. So those are all that that I wouldn't be surprised if Scorpion went air, seeker like, of air. Like I say, I'm bad at this. I don't. I don't deny it. This is one of the things I haven't got a handle on. But right now, I'm kind of like keeper air works for me. So I don't know. you know, keeper verse. <laughs> yeah, keeper verse. Yeah. Yeah. works just fine for the stuff I played. So. Hmm. So then, yeah, what about Dragon? And assuming... Losing Seeker of Fire. Well, also Dragon knowing that Feast and Famine goes walkies. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. There's a big deal. So Dragon, let me look here. Um, I've got the, I've got some of the rolls up. There isn't a lot. There. Oh, Dragon Dragon likes fire. Mm. Yeah, it does. For Adopted Kin, right? Adopted Kin is, can be a very powerful card. So they've got, they've got Keeper of Void. They're losing Seeker of Fire. So they already have a void roll. 
Water? Can, I was going to say, quick, stupid question. Can they go back into... They've got to have a seeker and keeper role. They can't go double keeper. They can choose whatever the way they want. Yeah, I was going to say, because Dragon is the few, one of the few ones with real heavy incentive to stay, just stay in keeper. You know? Well, but then they lose Pathfinder's Blade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if they were double keeper, they wouldn't have Pathfinder's Blade, and they would be... Hurting, it's da- dangerous for them, yeah. especially after yeah. just losing Hawk Tattoo. Well, no kidding, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the I think they go Hawk, with Seeker to so, keep yeah. Pathfinder. So we've playing. got Hawk Tattoo getting nerfed. Mm-hmm. We've got the Feast or Famine going on the restricted list. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Seeker of Water might not be out of the question. Could they use Seeker of or Keeper of Air? No, I think they're going to go. I think they're going to go Seeker. Uh, but I don't know that they would go air. Try to think. None of the ones in there seem to. Yeah. Earth, Earth doesn't seem well, to fit right say? now. Beyond, re- beyond, beyond reproach is not an awful idea for them. You know, the one big guy gets re rehonored, but still. Right. But again, yeah. now now beyond reproach is not possible because if Scorpion chooses Seeker of Air. Oh, totally. Right? But so with then it's order. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then I I see them maybe going. If it feels like go water for yeah. seeking the truth, um, which is when you have a water roll. The province is broken. Move the character home, along the river of gold. You switch their uh, base military and political skills. Now that's that's great dragon stuff, of course, because they don't yeah. care, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, and fight Carl, on. Carol might not be wrong though. Double keepers and 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 losing Pathfinder's blade for four months. Yeah, that's a hit. Is considering hog tattoo and feast or famine. Uh, or I mean, how many decks are you seeing? Now, going now these are it's it, the choices they did announce because of this new rotation. They did announce that the role choices at Worlds would go live immediately. So it's the, we're not waiting till January for these to go live. They'll go live immediately, and they'll be good. Good through. Hopefully, right, hopefully they will get the get the, the the web page updated that <laughs> day. <laughs> well, anyone anyone who needs to know, I'm assuming, will know fairly soon. So. Uh, so crazy. you're saying keeper maybe? Double keeper might not be keeper of what? Fire. Oh, fire. They're in, in KOF, aren't they? Oh no. Keeper avoid keeper of fire. For dragon to keep the fire. I mean that's that's the other thing there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. to keep lose, the fire. Lose, yes. lose 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 Pathfinder's blade to keep fire. Hmm. Well, they vote. Yeah, yeah. You're losing, but you yeah. keep feast or famine. Yeah. And yeah. It restric- oh, that's that's actually not a. And it's yeah. restricted, but restricted yeah. isn't the well, end of the planet. Well, but but you know? remember, and yeah. you lose Pathfinder's Blade because it's restricted anyways. Anyway. Oh, yeah. oh, bloody hell! Right. So you're yeah, capitalizing. So do, you do. So do. Yeah, I think that so that might be a possibility. Yeah. yeah. Or you, or the reverse is you go um, losing Secret Fire. They can't do that. Yeah, I think that's where they're stuck, aren't they? Uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, Keeper yeah. of Fire might be the only really good choice for them. Yeah, intriguing, intriguing. I mean, the other the, there's other things that work. Seeker of Water <laughs> might work for them, but it's going to be a weaker choice. Yeah, I think. and and yeah. think about, but also think about the province lineups that they might have. Like Seeker of Void seems like a good one because they can have Shameful Display and Pilgrimage. Yeah, they can grab the Scorpion one, which could be a huge crank, okay, mm. crank further on them. So you know, although it's becoming yeah, less yeah, yeah. less rough, but yeah. And so. Double Voids could be interesting for Dragon, yeah. Double, double right. voids a bitch anyway. So, so yeah. we're thinking uh, I, what I have down here is Seeker of Void maybe or Keeper of Fire. Yeah. yeah. But I think I like Keeper of Fire. Yeah. Given that Feast of Famine is going on the restricted list, they're going to lose Pathfinder's Blade anyways, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I'm, I'm inclined towards Seeker of Void too now you mentioned it though because I've played with that backline enough. It's monstrous. So. Yeah. 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 Okay. So then uh, Dragon Line, let's go with Phoenix next because, you know. Losing Phoenix. Keeper of Water, they're keeping Seeker of Air. My word. Um, they might want Keeper of Void. Keeper of Void, and then they can go 
uh, masking at twilight, appealing to the fortunes, <laughs> awakened Suganagumi, whatever that thing is. That is a heck of a thing. <laughs> I've definitely been seeing that played against um, me. Uh, but then they have Jerojin's Curse as well. First oh, interrupt when the yeah. fate phase ends. If the attached character is ready, resolve another fate phase after this one. Max one per round. Such a big counter aggro card. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And Jerojin's Curse would fit in with the yeah. the Phoenix card that uh, with the Phoenix card we saw from Children. You know that that's an anti aggro card. Yeah. Jerojin's Curse is anti aggro. Pacifism anti aggro again. Yeah. You know, so you've got that that could be a, a good fit for them. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can buy that. I think that might be the big one. Yeah, because I mean, and they they have enough void tricks tricks they're happy with anyway. You know, based around KD and all that. So yeah, all right. Yeah, oh yeah. Geez. I I I don't I haven't played a lot of Phoenix lately, so I can't. I really don't feel I can speak to this. Well, and most of the one most of the Phoenix stuff I've been against have been very happy with having a one a one big guy backline with a couple of fates on, which means they tend to go get void out of the pool, which okay. means they're even happier in the case of Keeper. Okay. You know? Yeah, I, I don't think... And they have Seeker of Air already, so Rid of Shame is already available to them. Yeah. Or Mark of Shame, sorry. S the Seeker of Air stuff has done This, this could be my warped perception, but it seems like Phoenix is the one clan that cares the least about role choice as far as element goes. Well, they like the, the again. We're, we're and we're not really talking about the of, base province oh, right, right, choices, right? right? So they, I'm, I'm not secret. talking about province choice necessarily. I mean that goes into it, but they have cards that work with just about every ring, right? So, so that's what I'm saying yeah. is they they're concerned. I think they prioritize what their row is going to look like, right? That's more than other clans. Yeah, that's what affects them. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can buy that. So, yeah. so I think I think you know just about any element works with Phoenix. Some will work better, some will, but I think Phoenix for is one of the ones with the most wide open element role choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah, they're probably going to want to have a keeper and a seeker uh, available, but they you know they they could go you know a double seeker. I doubt it, but it could happen maybe. Hmm, interesting. All right. Possibly. So, what about unicorn? They're, they have Keeper Fire now, which they love. And now Feast of Famine is going to go on the restricted list, so that's going to be a little bit less loving. And this is their, this is and they're losing to, Keeper Void. This is their chance to push into a Seeker, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. Absolutely. I, th I think, yeah, I think getting get, get pushing into a Seeker role of some sort is probably right for them. Get the get the get the province flips for the bonus. The mm, bonus what about Seeker of Water for them? Uh, well, that would open up quite a few things. It would open up Kami Unleashed, maybe test the skill. Pathfinder's Blade for sure. Kami Unleashed and Pathfinder's about... Well, they've got Ayuchi, so it's not such a big deal. It opens up Chasing the Sun. <laughs> for for the, the Unicorn card that allows you to change where the compact is as the attacking player. Oh, Lord. Move, yeah, that could be monstrous. Yeah, that's another good toy. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Do they, so you're do saying they, water, Doug? Yeah. Do they care much about Keeper versus Seeker? I mean... I mean, everybody does a little bit, but is is I mean they've had double keeper for a while. How, how much has that hindered them? Both both those both keeper and seeker work well with aggro in different ways. If you know what I'm saying? Seeker True. lets you ignore a few backlines and just get some fate for flipping things, and keeper keeper obviously encourages you to get an early win on a particular push. Seeker mm. water it just has the weak point of. The, you don't like the water provinces. The water provinces aren't the most powerful. No, the funky little things. Mm. Right. What, so having yeah. two of them is like meh. What's their current? It's um, actually a hindrance. Major splash for keeper, because keeper because double keeper. Well, some go yeah. some go dragon, some go yeah. lion. Okay, 
Because Double Keeper says, I need influence for stuff because help. You know, basically, that's where Unicorn found themselves, was just give me more influence so I can buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? But they're not mm-hmm. in that spot anymore. They're doing much stronger. So, yeah, I don't know. Don't know enough Unicorn, honestly. Water might be a thing because there are some strong water cards. Yeah. So you, I, they'd, they'd lose some province strength, but yeah, they'd, but they'd I gain think, some card strength. I think they would might go Keeper Water, actually. Double they, and stay double keeper. Stay double keeper. Yeah, go abstain. I could one. see, I could see that happening because with press for ba- press of battle, with fight on, with along the river gold, mm-hmm. and seeking the truth. Yeah, it's pretty. That's that looks at least to me, who's a you know kind of familiar with the unicorn play. Mm-hmm. That looks like it might be a possibility. So that leaves us with lion, crane, and crab. Uh, crab, I would love to see Crab go Keeper of Water. I don't know that it's going to s- stay that way, so they might have to go Keeper of, but they might have to go Water. But I mean, they go back Anyways. Keeper. They can. Mm. They, they yeah, get a so Keeper, keeper if they of can. Water. They go back yeah. Keeper if they can. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing I'm confident from in my recent. Well, plays. but if, if but if Unicorn takes Keeper of Water, then, then Crab is left out. Yeah, they might end up with something like Keeper of Void. Could be worse. Yeah. Could be worse. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, just anything back in Keeper, I think, will keep most of the cards. They, I think they I think keeping Keeper is important. Yes, to yeah. say the least. And so we're kind yeah. of running out of gas here because now that now the choices well, have come and, uh, c- well, kind of narrowed down. Let's be fair. We're right. We're right. We're right out on the edge of the tree where the yes. possibilities available are like, whoa, at yeah, this point, you know, exactly. we don't know. Right. Yeah. Crane. What, what does Crane do? Good one. I don't know about Lion. The, the, the Lion, Secret Fire, they're losing Keeper. Secret Void, they're losing Keeper Fire. Who the hell knows at this they point? Might, yeah. They might but be stuck Crane. with... They might get stuck with, like, Seeker of Earth. Seeker of Earth? Okay. Yeah, It wouldn't be a bad thing for them to be able to burn stuff with with Sabotage. Yeah. It's Sabotage. People, might, good, be going period, to sab- people so. might be going to Sabotage. Yeah. Uh, seeker, I'm looking at the Seeker cards here. Some of the Seeker cards are very good, are very strong. Well, I think they I think they need to keep a Seeker role. Like most the of the clans need to keep a Seeker role yeah. and yeah. a Keeper role yeah. to give some variety. Unicorn may be the only exception there. Uh-huh. And the dragon with this, right? Excuse me. Thank you, Paul. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so what is going to be available to them? I mean, that, you know, I said that's a kicker. It's it's so hard to predict by that point. You know, solidity that we're like, uh, you know, and they still have a keeper of air, so they can still keep sold beyond reproach in that right. keeper deck. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's and again, yeah, again, this is this is I'm going to broken record here. This is the Space Marine argument. Is there a whole lot they really want? They have most things they sort of need, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, there, there's the icon not. of favor. While you have the Imperial Favor, attached character gets plus one glory. Reaction, after you win a fire conflict on our attached character, that's a zero, zero, zero attachment. That's do you a think, fire roll only attachment. Do you think Seeker of Fire might be around by the time it gets to the crane choice? <laughs> wow. Well, we Actually, said, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say we have famine we, going on the yeah. restricted. I mean, um, we haven't said Seeker of Fire going down, down our list at all, almost, so very likely. Seeker of Earth and Seeker of Fire would might both be available. Yeah. And like you say, Earth has some good good calls to it with some toys mm-hmm. that are just yeah. nice. And actually, you know, the Unleash the Jin, right? It's a three influence fire roll only card out of Unicorn. But oh. Crane going with Unleash the Jin. Oof. Yeah. That oh, that's big. gross. Yeah, that's quite awful. That could be big. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, um, that's a deck idea. <laughs> <laughs> Although you lose because you're setting the th- setting everyone to three, the effect of having someone honored 
is minimized. But, but then it's backup backup for when honor's failing, which mm-hmm. is one of the few things Crane could sure as hell do with. Mm-hmm. But know. also, you know, I play Unleash the Jin, and then we duel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we play Unleash the Jin, and Doji Challenger tells someone to go home. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Come here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, pull Challenger Sorry, pulls yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that's right. Big bomb. But yeah, those those movement shenanigans, right? I'm like, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Let's pull your big guy in. Yeah, it's no, an set. eight strength, and then we're gonna set everybody to three. Yeah. If you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That could, that could be possible. I'm I'm. You know, we're just. No, no. But it's a, it's a thought. It's a thought. The, yeah, this is rampant speculation. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Jin is a big card, so that's a, that's worth thinking about. Yeah. And so bluntly, that, after that, lion. I so so for you for you lion players, I I we apologize. We can we can guess five or six, but. The, that lion guess is who knows well, what. I was gonna I'm say you, got, you guys will have war game this far more than we're like this have done, and we're like, eh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And these are ju- these are just our guesses. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we walk out the door before we make bigger asses, biggest bigger asses out of ourselves. Yeah, too late. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we walked in here; it's a bit late for that. You know? uh, lion, yeah. If 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 we're right about lion and crab kind of being towards like the bottom of the standings, they're gonna have pretty slim pickings. Right, so yeah, it's you know, what the what's the best of the bad choices available to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of that will be worked out ahead of time, so they'll know they'll have an idea of who's going to pick what, you know, ahead of time. So hopefully, they it won't be too much of a surprise. And we'll hey, see. maybe we're wrong. Yeah, you know, maybe we're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what you think. <laughs> yeah, please do. All right, so we have two more listener questions that came in at the 11th hour last time uh, when I asked for questions on Reddit and Facebook. And so we have two questions. One from New Phoenix on Reddit says, Scorpion Lover here, and my question is, what new cards are they expecting to be used in Scorpion decks, and what cards are they worried to see on the other side of the table? Alibi Artist, get used to it. He's going to be here forever. He's another Boshi Make an opening. with a horrible trick. Make an opening make is an, another one they Make love. an opening. Um, from the Shadows. Dear Lord, from that the card shadows, stuff yes, up. From the Shadows, yes. Absolutely. Um, if you haven't yet started to see um, Sushiro Sadako and um, Discouraging Pursuit, then good for you, because yeah. you're going to be getting used and to that Aramoro. one, too. Aramoro. Yeah. Maze of Illusions, I think, is going to start seeing more play if it isn't already. <laughs> really? Yeah? yeah. You reckon it'll pop up? Interesting. For, for dial manipulation? Yeah. Oh, point. Yeah. Fair, fair argument. Yeah. That's the other one. Insolent Rival, most likely, too, because that's a really good duel. There, there's, there's a lot of good, strong stuff in underhand so yeah at the, you know until we start to see you know some decks shake out of that and yeah. we'll start to see that at well, worlds really what do you want to not see ooh from the new stuffs um what, what a, is as a scorpion, scorpion player, player yeah you, as a scorpion mean? player what do you go oh no this is this is this Crane. <laughs> Just Crane does um, make your life tough, let's be fair. Although, we, again, with the new... Um, with Kayun and Bayushi, stuff, I think they care less about that. Yeah, we're not trying to dishonor you generally. We're trying okay. to keep you facing. So, so they're, they're going to be... You know, if you're playing Kayun and Bayushi, you're going to look to keep the Crane from honor rocketing. Yeah. But... I don't think... Which he's yeah. done as a side effect of playing Scorpion, generally. Well, true. You know. <laughs> Take right. Hit on her. Yeah. I um, think you're going to see a lot of... Well, I think you're going to see a lot of Shinobi coming out of, of Scorpion. And a lot of Kayun Bayushi. What wouldn't you want to see? I, honestly, I, I don't know because I've lost the Scorpion like six straight times. And so I, I can't begin to imagine what Scorpion might fear. I'll tell you what. The and Swarmy and what, Unicorn. Two of those games, they passed before playing any characters in the first turn. What about a yeah. Swarmy Unicorn? If a Unicorn can hit the ground running first turn, that might be difficult for a Scorpion player to get past. Yeah. Yep. That's true. I would agree. Yep. That, I could Sorry. see that. I'll tell you what the Cuden Bayushi style aggro-y um, Scorpion build most definitely does not want to see, and that's a mirror match. 
uh, particularly if it's the non-Cayudan Scorpion, because that's both of those are going to be an utter bitch. There is, I do, I have no idea how that'll play out. Period. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I so the worst thing a scorpion player can see on the other city side of the scorpion? open hand is another scorpion player. <laughs> yeah, without any doubt. I mean, also if you are doing coon, if you are if you are actually pushing for the I want to stay at six or below, that's just suicide. So at that point, against a regular scorpion, yeah, that's just game over. Give up now. You are you are. You, Side note, you shouldn't be doing that. You really don't need to play the Scorpion cards to put you at six or below. They're nice, but you, do, you don't need to worry about that. Seriously. Right. You know, right. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I haven't hit anything so far that's made me particularly panicky. They're such a weird shenanigans style deck that, yeah. And also. as a crab player right now, I think Jason and I have switched places. Uh, as a crab player right now, I... Uh, and if you don't, if you throw anything down, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna lose. <laughs> I will, will throw one out for you for Scorpion there. Um, Earth roll because the sabotage can really buggy you. Yeah, there's a lot oh, of really okay. nice yeah. toys you want sat back on there. Okay, so right. I mean, you tend to leave characters on provinces at the very least. A well placed censure right. also could, you know, have some. Well, no, no one, no one's happy to see that. Well, true, right. true. Right. That's that's you're right. Yeah. All right, Steve B on Facebook asked. Uh, this is a couple of weeks ago now. With the story choices presented in the letters on the FFG's website, who would you choose for each and why? And Steve, Ooh. we are running long, and we would love to get into this, but it's its own episode, really. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll and, do a And they're going to make these choices in the next, and probably this time next week. Right. Actually. So we're, we're, we're at this days. point. At this point, we're missing the Scorpion letter, and that's yeah. the only one. Yeah. Mm. And that'll be released probably on Wednesday. Yeah. And then it's Worlds right after that. So. Let's yeah. Let's talk about what we what our predictions were and what the, how those match up with reality. Yeah, uh, next time. Now we'll do a pass on this. Yeah. <clears throat> now one of the things here is like the the letters are enjoyable. It's cool. Fantastic it, it, idea. It, yeah. it puts everything oh, in context. Great. But I don't know that the choices, at least for me, to be candid, these choices, meh. Like okay, like for the for the crab one, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, Caillou, go build it. Yeah. And that's kind of the only well, one that I felt anything. And maybe that's because I'm a crab player. Maybe I shouldn't yeah. feel an affinity for the lion choice because who the hell cares? The Haruma <laughs> choice is also interesting yeah. for the crab, though. Yeah. This is this is narratively okay. loaded. That's the thing. Yes. Because you're not really interacting with the other decks at all or the other factions. Right. You're not thinking, oh, you know, such and well, such a person will get this awesome as, thing. As the know? fiction and lore kind of, mm-hmm. you know, person on the cast. Right, right, right. Yeah. These interest me a lot. Okay. Uh, I think all of the choices have uh, have a lot of depth and a lot of interest and it's so i am you know i I can make a prediction about i think about every one of them Mm -hmm. uh but talking about all of those predictions it's too much time (laughs) i will point out as well as a gm it's easy to see the loaded question in every single choice oh there is the gm is going here are six paths please pick (laughs) what you know what are you willing to do without what are you willing to forego exactly you know All right, so Steve, we're going to get to yours next time. Good question. Uh, we'll, we'll, talk about question the, we'll talk about the choices. Now, uh, we're going to Worlds. Uh, I will be at Worlds. Jason will be at Worlds. We will I be will there not. on Thursday. Yeah, Jason. Uh, now, oh, 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 I was oh, say, oh, can I open my mouth? oh, oh. Are you going to say yeah, yes? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Cote in Denver. Yay! Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Yes. April twenty seventh, twenty eighth, Cote in Denver, folks. And it's it's yep. it's a Cote. We not almost a, forgot that it's, it's a Cote, not a Grand Cote. I, and that and that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. Yeah. It's going to be two days, right? Premier. There's going to be two separate Cotes, right? It's not a Grand Cote. It's it two like. separate. Yeah, yeah that's, so that's what it looks Jeez. like. Yeah, and two separate days, like two consecutive days. It, it's like one Cote each day. Ooh, yeah, crap. yeah. Okay. It's going to be great. April twenty seventh, twenty eighth. Make your plans now. Come to Denver. <laughs> Right, I, I, and and if it's at the hotel that I think it is, where they've where Cascade Games has hosted other things before, it's 
20 minutes from my house. <laughs> That's 20 <laughs> minutes from my house. I don't have to travel to Indianapolis to go to Gen Con. So what's Tobin saying is some of you can stay over, trust me. <laughs> yeah. So big party sleepover <laughs> at Tobin's house. Gotta check with the wife on that one. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's I'm, I'm setting up the so Airbnb listing right <laughs> as we speak. Yeah, I was just saying, yeah, there's, a, there's a spacious basement. Uh, I, oh, and then, oh, and for those of you who are paying attention to our Facebook feed, we got mats. So yes, uh, I'll be, ha- I'll have a mat. I'll bring a couple to Worlds. I haven't figured out exactly what I'm going to do with them. I don't necessarily want to give them to the top performers because they already have all that swag. I want to give them to somebody else. So I guess what we'll figure out what's going on. How about, how about we uh, do? Uh, one of those mats to the most honorable player. I don't know if we can track that. I don't know if that's trackable. But impossible. Whoever impossible. who yeah, whoever has the most honor at the end of the I might give it to number 17, right? Okay. To the, to the person <laughs> who doesn't make top 16. Oh. There you right. go. That that's as, as a helpful reminder. No, nice. no, no. Uh, that's 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 kind of my default position right now. Uh, we'll see. Now, uh, so the we got the mats in. We have a cote. We're going to come up with some tournaments. Oh, oh, we're going to come up with a giveaway. So we will be giving away uh, a copy of Children of the Empire. Yes. We don't know exactly how we're going to figure out who to give it to, but Carl's got some ideas. I would say, yeah, watch. So he's got some ideas. Watch with your ears next episode. Yeah. So Children of the Empire, a copy of the Children of the Empire, we'll, uh, we'll give it away. When it releases, obviously, but we'll come up with a, a little contest on, on how you might qualify for that giveaway. And then we'll come up, because we have some mats, come up with some ways to give away a mat or two over the course of the next uh, year or so. Mm-hmm. And thank you for all to all our Patreon supporters. They're and valuable. growing in number. Yes, and growing <laughs> in number. Must be true. Uh, if you're interested in supporting us uh, and our efforts here, uh, check us out at www.patreon.com slash artofwarcast. And again... Uh, Jason and I will be uh, hosting the second annual Smokes, Tokes, and Rokugan at Joe Sensors on Thursday, November 1st in Roseville, Minnesota, after the Hotomoto Challenge. Um, we'll be around again oh, yeah. uh, around 10 in, mor- 10 in the morning. We're getting out of here really bright and early in Denver and landing in Minnesota around 9, and we'll be at about FFG around 10. So look forward to seeing everybody there. Any uh, final suggestions for me, guys? I was going to mention, by the way, as well, just from the very start of the episode, when you said, like, so Worlds is coming up, and and what I was expecting to say was, I've been asking people what swag they're expecting from me, because that's been the, the WhatsApp <laughs> for the last, like, three days. <laughs> <laughs> so you want swag? You want me to bring back oh, no, stuff I'm for fine. you? I'm fine. I'm the one oh, who okay. respond. I'm like, I'm cool, thanks. You know, I've, been, I've just been weirded out by playing with a non-acrylic um, stronghold for the last couple of weeks. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would love to get more of the acrylic strongholds. I only have the one. Yeah, that may not happen. I and I'm I'm accepting of that. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions, you can contact us at artofwarcast at gmail.com, via Twitter at artofwarcast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comments section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. Thanks for listening, and remember. Honor is the deadliest weapon. weapon.